It's time for the show, but wouldn't you know, at 570-POD-WAD-1, you can say hi, let your feelings fly, then say goodbye, cause you're done. Add us on Twitter, while you're on the shitter, we won't be bitter, at y'all heard pod. There's iTunes too, you can leave a review, and say we're not poo. We'd appreciate the nod. Thanks, bye. Okay, one, two, three. Hey, everybody. Hey, everybody. This is Y'all, y'all Heard. heard. Podcast for me, Marissa Phillips. And me, Pete Phillips. Are not related. And this is a show oh. where two friends get together with just some superfluous topic in mind. And we try to make ourselves laugh. We try to make the other person laugh. And if you're listening, hopefully you will laugh as well. But we don't really care. Yeah. (laughs) In other words, we tell you things you didn't know you needed to know. Pete, how are you? Um, I was coming into the show and I was thinking, man, today I was talking to my mom on the phone and my mom goes, I've been feeling really depressed lately. And I go, me too. But before I finish saying me too... She moves on to another topic. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, but yeah, um, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what's going on, but feeling a little blah. And, uh, but, but, that's, I'm sorry. I said, I'm coming into the show, but I wanted to sort of turn things around. Well, sure enough, I was coming from my car into my home after work today and ran into the maintenance guy. The maintenance guy said, hey, did you ever get your internet figured out? And I haven't had problems with my internet lately. Uh, But I just said, yeah, yeah, it's great now. And I thought, (laughs) at least I have the internet. (laughs) Pete. (laughs) I mean, that is true. Okay, well, I'm glad you have that. Um, And then I I wondered, too, yeah, like, when people, like, if somebody mistakes you for somebody else... Do you just play along because it's easier? <laughs> no! I do. You go, what? <laughs> You're interesting. <laughs> yeah, I do. Because, you know, I don't want to make the other person feel stupid. But then, what if the person who we thought you was, you was, you were, uh, didn't get his internet fixed, and now they don't care anymore? He can't do anything about it. So. <laughs> okay, okay. Um... I, too, have been feeling blah, but I've been feeling blah for way more than a month, so I applaud you for being able to keep it in that time frame. How long does it take for, like, vitamin D to make you happy? <laughs> is it... I, I don't know. Is it, like, because we don't get sun? Yeah, that's a big part of it. I mean, my therapist said I should have got one of those, like, sun lamps. Because I'm vitamin D deficient, and I have anxiety, and I'm prone to depression. So it's you just, just wanted like, to just lay on it? <laughs> I'm sorry, lay under it? Yeah, uh, put it near you. No, definitely don't lay on it. I don't even... <laughs> I don't even just seep through your pores. Um, Pete, I, I don't want to talk about how I am, because I'm not just going to echo what you said. I will just tell you the most... <laughs> oh, God. Guys, I've been playing with Skype reactions, and they're a yeah, lot of fun. <laughs> but also, 
cyanoskype reactions existed, so before I thought that the act of putting my headphones into the slot in my microphone made Daffy Duck show up. <laughs> Uh, Pete, I'm just going to tell you about the most terrifying text message I got this week that chilled me to my core and also made me nauseous. Whoa. Uh, I was in a group chat. <laughs> I was in a group chat with two people from work. I could say this only because it was a typo and he didn't mean it. <laughs> but it was so upsetting. And we were on an all-staff call. Okay, so you're side-texting from the work call. Yeah. And the older man of the group chat texts me and this other girl, why is her kitty so juicy? <laughs> <laughs> but it was a typo, and he meant to say, why is her titty so juicy? <laughs> talks it sounds like she's something in her mouth like yeah and that's gross to me that's really gross to me but and that doesn't mean it's like, juicy <laughs> and then he was like i wasn't sexting y'all and i don't know something about that just made me so anxiety ridden like the one time someone Maybe. in my family who shall remain nameless was trying to text another family member a picture of their rash but I thought I somehow got sent a sext by a family member by mistake. <laughs> Maybe he was trying to avoid using the word moist. Why do we need to talk about that? I don't want to know whose mouth is anything wet. Because he had an observation and he wanted to share it. Also, <laughs> Otherwise, he would keep it inside and murder everybody. Okay, the M is near the K. The O is near the I. The U is kind of near the I'm trying to see how you say kitty. Oh, God, it's so bad. Let's <laughs> move on. I'm just so upset by that typo. Uh, speaking of typos, at work, there are some courses that are taught, mm -hmm. like data analysis. And then yeah. they have... Um, he opened his eyes really wide when he said data analysis. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> then they have, like subcategories of it so it might be like healthcare data analysis <laughs> but how do people live the Who system only the system can only hold so many characters so sometimes it says healthcare data anal oh i love it oh i love it and we could change it but we don't <laughs> <laughs> oh there was some point i don't remember exactly what it says but what it said but like, I was looking at my boss's calendar, and I didn't have it maximized, so words were, were, were truncated. So it said, like, something about hell or demons. I forgot, because I can't recall what word would, like, make <laughs> that make sense. But I was like, that's, that's great. And then I screenshot it and showed everyone, because that's what you do when you work in an office. You have no life. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, Pete, he, he was the icebreaker. Um, Marissa. <clears throat> huh? I find it interesting that we address each other when we get to the icebreaker. <laughs> what do you mean? Whether it's you or me giving the icebreaker, we both, like, you'll go, Pete. And then he'll start, and it's like, nobody else is here. Uh, my boyfriend recently asked me why my brother calls my mother my mother when talking to me. Mm-hmm. Like, my brother doesn't go, yeah, mom said. He goes, my mother said, and she's also my mother. Did like, you say it's because you were adopted? <laughs> That's one of his one of his long cons. One of Carlos's long cons. <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't know. My family's full of and and a mystery. Mm. Anyway, eat. So icebreaker. You've had a rich childhood. Um, you've lived in multiple places, too, right? But multiple. Uh You have an older brother. I have an older sister. Um, I feel like you might have a lot of answers to this, but I just have one and I wanted to pitch to you. What was like a favorite album that you had when you were a child? And I want to add, I'm not going to answer any follow-up questions. (laughs) I need to say the album specifically, not just a song. Yeah. Like an album that you would, you know. Not that you would play a song and then turn the rest off or something. Like an album that you would let play through because it was so much fun. Okay. I guess I'll say two things. One, the first album I ever owned and I was very excited about was Criss Cross Jump. That was uh, was very impactful. I used to wear my pants backwards. If you don't know Criss Cross, they wear their... (laughs) Probably. I used to wear my pants backwards, but the thing was, at the time, my mother often dressed me in leggings, which had no pockets or indication of what is the front or the back. Cool. So it was lost and pointless. So that was fun. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I would say the other one that, yeah, I really liked, I don't know why. Uh, I think I got it thrown out, though. I really liked Third Eye Blind when I was younger, and I had the cassette tape. Shut up! I was young enough that I get a pass. <laughs> anyway, my mother would read the lyrics of, of songs. And she, she threw that out. Uh, or or she threw out the one by Matchbox 20. She either threw out Semi-Charm, the Semi-Charm Life album or the Push album because... I don't well, know what Push is... Sounds, I want to push you around, man. Well, that, it wasn't because of that. I'm sure she would have let mm. that pass. But I think there was, like, cursing or... And there's a lot of drug references and screwing in semi-charmed life, I think. Yeah. But, uh... Yeah, that, that really sadly spoke to me. Not enough that they couldn't use it for the Tigger movie. The Digger movie? The Tigger movie? Yeah. Wait, first of all, there's a Tigger movie? It's not Pooh? Yeah. I mean, Pooh's probably in it, but... Is this... When did this come out? I don't know. Tigger... Movie. Is it CGI? 2000. What song is it? Oh, ooh, don't tell me. Is it a scene with him and Eeyore and he's singing Jumper? <laughs> no, it's... <laughs> it was Semi-Charmed Life. 
Okay, first of all, that's wild. The original theatrical trailer for the film featured the song Semi-Charm Life by alternative band Third Eye Blind. Disney spokeswoman said that she was not aware of the sexual content within the song's lyrics. Wait, sexual content? Isn't it also about drugs? Isn't yeah. there a song like a take a, and a bump to... I don't know. I don't know drug lingo. But it sounds like <laughs> something about drugs. Guys, we don't know what Jumper is. That's a song with the lyrics, I wish you would step back from that ledge, my friend. And Eeyore is notoriously depressed. That was a hilarious joke. Um, my I'm sending you the cover of Better Than Ezra's Deluxe, and my mom said that she thought it was too sexual. Ooh, I don't know what Better Than Ezra is, but all I know is I feel like it deserves the disdain that you had when I said semi charm. Like, what? How's it sexual? (laughs) (laughs) It's like two gold hands around like a curtain of some sort. (laughs) Oh, I don't even see the gold hand. What? I mean, there's no way that's a vagina unless it's a gigantic, flapping <laughs> vagina. So I don't even understand how she got sexual out of that. So she, um, I feel like I said this on the show before, but if I didn't, it's cute. Um, so she, like, uh, we had one of those Columbia catalog things, and I got a bunch of music from it. And she took all of them to work and had somebody at work listen to all of them <laughs> to make oh, sure they were okay. <laughs> Hilarious. It's like checking your trick-or-treating candy. That's adorable. <laughs> oh, I mean, I already gave more than enough answers, but I will say, um, I randomly chose an album by The Cure, a very obscure album that no one likes, called Wild Mood Swings, and that probably had a big impact on why I am gothic. I didn't even know what it was, and my dad's just like, oh, we got a billion free CDs, pick one. It changed my life forever. Well, the album that I remember the most is a greatest hits from the Muppets. Oh, it's fun. And the album doesn't seem to be available anywhere. We don't have the tape anymore. Like it got lost in the shuffle somewhere. Um, I do remember trying to like plug a tape into a computer, not literally. Yeah. And trying to like digitize it because like, the songs that were on there, the sequence they were in, like it all sort of just brought back lovely memories. And, um, you know, like we'd have music. My sister had a, a Christian, this sounds kind of offensive, but (laughs) my sister had a Christian identity for a little while. (laughs) (laughs) That's fine. (laughs) So she would listen to like Christian music and stuff. So, I'm, yeah. like, weirdly familiar with Amy Grant and Michael W. Smith. Oh, yeah, um, Michael W. Smith, yeah. But, uh, so those were other things that I would hear with her. But um, when I kind of, like, she's four years older than me, so when I kind of got into picking my own music, she was always, like, a, a, a willing participant, but sometimes, like, not around, really, to hear it. Yeah. Um, just being of siblings, uh, another life-defining moment was when I found my brother Bjork and Susie and the Banshees cassette tapes in the attic. That probably also yeah. molded me in a way. And he doesn't even like them anymore. But that, yeah, Susie and the Banshees is my, is my everything. So. Before, okay, before the show's music podcast, I cut myself off from naming Speaking of everything. <laughs> Speaking of everything. Pete, did you know that today is National Curry Chicken Day? No, I didn't. And did you know that January 18th, next week, is National Winnie the Pooh Day? Cool. And one last one, January 27th is disturbingly 
National Chocolate Cake Day, National World Breast Pumping Day, but also Holocaust Remembrance Day. Yeah. Yeah. You um, celebrate all those <laughs> at the same time. Yeah. Ew. Then you get arrested. <laughs> you pump the milk from the breast, make chocolate cake for it. Oh, I thought you would have that with the chocolate cake. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that makes sense. And I'm not going to reference the Holocaust because I don't know how to do that without it being bad. Okay. So I uh, periodically have to make fluff content for my job. Oh, that's great, right? I like the tie-in. Thank you. Well, when there is nothing to write about, like there's no, you know, um, events happening for employees. This new mic is really picking up everything. (laughs) Oh, no. Is it really bad? I got the bells. I got the truck that just drove by. It's not supposed to pick up all the outside sound, I think. Is it really horrible? Should I stop? <laughs> it's weird that when you start talking, the things behind you get louder. <laughs> Wait, let me try the other mode. Does this mode do anything different? Yeah, but are you talking right on top of it? No, I'm in the same place. Is this worse? No, that sounds great. Oh, maybe I had it on the wrong mode. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> okay. Uh, anyway, so when I need content and I have nothing to pull from... I just look at the national day calendar on the internet. Pete, have you ever looked at that dumb site? Oh, yeah. It's a sloppy, ugly site, but basically it gives you (laughs) the rundown of every, like, made-up national day uh, of the whole year. So after two attempts at failed topics, uh, I finally was like, I think I Googled, like, who did I do? Who made I don't know who I thought made it, but it's weirder and slightly dumber than I thought. Uh, I got all of this information today from a Business Insider magazine. Is there a governing body? I will get into that, okay? Calm down. (laughs) Um, So basically, a man named Marlo Anderson is the mastermind behind the National Day Calendar, an online compendium of pseudo-holidays. That has become a resource for like TV stations, radio stations, and just random jobs making random content <laughs> uh, who are adding to add, who are looking to add some levity uh, to viewers or listeners. Um, add levity to them. I mean, bring levity to them. You know what I mean, guy. <laughs> so uh, Marlon Anderson is a 52-year-old co-owner of a. I will say. One I don't know how old this article is. Uh, I know you can hear the typing. I just need to... Because it, 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 something very dated is in it. Okay. This is a 2015 article. So what I'm about to say is, is still fairly dated, but I guess whatever. So in 2015, uh, he was 52. Uh, he co-owns a VHS digitizing company in North Dakota. That checks out. Yeah, and he started this calendar in 2013, and he soon realized that the site could also be a way for people to declare their own special days. Uh, So uh, soon after he um, created it, he started charging a certain amount of money for National Day proclamations. Pete, do you want to guess how much money he charges to get your National Day on his calendar? Now, you said a certain amount. Because there's it can gives range me no something clues. To something. Huh? That gives me no clues. 
So yeah, I don't want to give you clues. Guess how much you think it's worth to p- proclaim more? It, it's National Tie My Shoe Day. How much would you pay for that? Do I have a shoelace company? Yes. No, if I have a shoelace company, I mean, I'll I'll drop some big bucks for that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but well, I was gonna say twenty to fifty dollars. Oh no. Okay, fifteen hundred to four thousand dollars for a national day proclamation. Now, does he have stats behind points. this to indicate how many people come to the? What do you say? Does he have traffic stats to back this up? Um. Okay. Actually, I don't know, but I will get into like not everything that people want to pay for get makes the cut, and also there are some additional price points which I will get to later. Like National Juicy Kitty Day. Oh. <laughs> Um, Anyhow, uh, he was quoted saying, people certainly don't need to use us. It's just we really give give their holiday a jump start, says the founder. Um, As of 2015, the National Day calendar uh, said it gave its blessing to more than 30 made-up holidays. I know that there are way more at this point. Oh, yeah. Um, A crouton, crouton, sorry. A crouton maker, not a crouton maker. Depends, you know. A crouton maker paid for National Crouton Day on May 13th. A seafood restaurant restaurant submitted National Fried Clam Day for July 3rd. And a craft beer maker came up with a National Refreshment Day, which is the fourth Thursday in July. Um, Anderson's Venture, which he says can bring in roughly $50,000 a year, underscores the free-for-all nature of such days. So if, if I request, like, if Pete's Shoelace Company uh-huh. puts up National Tire Shoe Day, does my, like, name and website get up there, too? I don't think so. Well, then what the hell? <laughs> Let me double-check. People might be, tie- people might be like, my job today. oh, it's and National I- Tie My Shoe Day. I better go to Marissa's Shoelace Company. And I'll be like, no, she didn't pay no, anything for like- it. Ooh, I need really need some shoelaces, and it'll give, you know, give business to your local shoe, shoe, shoe. Your local uh, shoe. Uh, okay, let's see. I clicked on National Peanut Butter Day. Um, maybe it does because it does give you like a little background info. So maybe if uh, if you pay more money, it'll be like you know, like started by Henderson Shoe Company and blah 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 blah. Because like it's telling you how peanut butter was developed, um, and who really uh, popularized peanut butter and stuff. So it, it is possible. Sorry, I wasn't prepared for that question. Oh, anyway, before you go further, for, I also wanted to, I also wanted to ask: Does he do like uh, months too? Oh, <laughs> I love how pissed you are. Uh, he might, National I don't know. Booty Month. <laughs> Stabbing, I like that. Um, yeah, I, like I said, this is a li- he might have branched out and done more things. I know that there are some pretty weird months, so I would believe he probably does by this point. Um, it's worth noting that in 1870, Congress established the first four federal holidays, which are New Year's Day, Independence Day, Thanksgiving, and Christmas. For some reason, that seems, I guess, later than I expected. Since then, only six more annual holidays have been added, with the most recent being Martin Luther King Jr. Day, which was established in 1983. Um, is Juneteenth considered a federal holiday now? I think it is now. Okay, so I think you know this might need to be updated. But thanks to Trump. Even the, 
What? What? <laughs> Thanks to Trump. <laughs> nice. Um, but even the authority of these, you know, well-established holidays is limited. Although they're broadly observed, they're technically only legally applicable to federal employees. So you're not necessarily entitled to them. That's uh, why I can't get Martin Luther King Jr. Day off. Yeah, I didn't. And get I'm still it off. pissed about it, guys. You're really, that's strange that a school wouldn't give it off. That's and I wouldn't weird. be so pissed if they didn't send out an email that said, hey, no classes on Martin Luther King Jr. Day. You come in to do nothing? And then we all got excited, and it turns out employees still have to report to work. That's disgusting. It's the students don't have to. <laughs> um, they, oh, a few dozen other dates are also recognized in the United States, including... Uh, Mother's Day, American Heart Month, and apparently National School Lunch Week, but I've never heard of that in my life. So they're not very recognized. I would not I was, I would not equate Mother's Day with National School Lunch Day. I was always bummed that I didn't get a school lunch. What, you packed every day? Oh, no. I was thinking of the breakfast. I remember oh. being jealous of the kids who got breakfast, and then like later in life, of course, I realized why they got breakfast, and I shouldn't yeah. be jealous of them. But like, yeah, I was jealous of them too. French toast sticks and pancakes and shit. Come on, oh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, and so mayors, presidents, and other lawmakers like Michelle, can. Michelle Obama. What about school her? lunch day? She was big on that school lunch. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, well, they, lawmakers and mayors and presidents, they can declare uh, days honoring individuals and causes, uh, though those aren't usually widely observed. So like just January because, 6th. You mean the insurrection? <laughs> or, <laughs> okay, you could have meant the insurrection, Three Kings Day, or my fake birthday, mm -hmm. any one of those. Um, but beyond that, there's no single authority, so beyond, like, people in charge... Uh, and, you know, federal lawmakers, there's no single authority for declaring the legitimacy of special days. Um, which, you know, even though they're not official, they can still become part of our culture, uh, like through marketing or advocacy efforts or folklore. This is Valentine's Day, which, like, we don't have off, but it's still a thing observed by some people, actually a lot of people. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Anyway. So the, kind, the way that it's kind of a free-for-all with holidays, um, you know, kind of made it easy for national the National Day calendar um, to emerge and kind of like seem like the authority on special days just because it's an easy, accessible place to give you a list of all the nonsense if you want something to celebrate. Um, <clears throat> for a price, the site will mail official-looking proclamations that Anderson prints out and frames at his VHS digitizing business. So it does seem that there's a lot of overlap between his business and nationalcalendarday.com. Uh, since the National Day Calendar doesn't have its own staff, that selection committee is made up of four Zuvio employees. So that is who decides what days get to go on that calendar. Amy Lavalli, a committee member, said the general rule is to pick days with broad appeal. It's why... National Sean Connery Day was rejected, she said, but Boston Market's submission passed the muster. Hmm. National Rotisserie <laughs> Chicken Day, okay? People like chicken. Simple as that, Lavalli said. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
While the National Day Calendar is a quick way for companies to gain recognition for a special date, it isn't the only keeper of notable days. In 1957, brothers William and Harrison Chase started Chase's Calendar of Events as a reference for the media. The first edition was 32 pages, but the book has since expanded to about 752 pages, and it includes federal holidays and events like music festivals, as well as days celebrating things like Squirrels. I don't understand why this is. This is a weird list of examples. Things like squirrels, pooper scoopers, and s'mores. Uh, I, <laughs> I know, so it's weird. Anyway, um, it costs eighty dollars uh, for this book, and it is used by places like lab, libraries and media outlets. Holly McGuire, editor-in-chief of Chase's Calendar of Events, says she and her team try to gauge whether people actually observe particular dates when deciding what should be included in the book, which I think is debatable because nobody celebrates anything to do with poopers. Yeah. Anyway. Although uh, some people may be very thankful for them. I mean, yeah, but I don't think they, like, have a party. (laughs) Really? In the last 10 or 20 years, people have just been throwing them out there. They may take or not. We try to bring a little order to the chaos, says Holly McGuire. For instance, McGuire said Chase's, Chase's doesn't list a date for chocolate, since there are about three floating around, yeah. and she can't figure out how they came to be. Yet the book lists a, quote, sneak some zucchini onto your neighbor's porch night <laughs> that's that sounds sexual yeah. which is intended to relieve people of squash from overzealous planting what the fuck <laughs> anyway mcguire didn't provide details on chase's methods for investigating the legitimacy of special days but said that something like a couple retweets or social media posts doesn't make a, a day qualify We've got a team, and we're constantly looking at things, kind of like dictionary editors do with their words, she said. People can submit special days for inclusion in Chase's book, but acceptance does not rely on payments. So maybe it's a little bit more pure than the National Day Calendar. Uh, At the National Day Calendar, by contrast... Why would I just get, like, news reports that just, like, pop up right in the middle? Okay. <laughs> um, at the National Day Calendar, by contrast, so I told you that to have, like, a day on the calendar, it's, like, 1500 or 4000 Yeah. You could have a one-time proclamation for birthdays, anniversaries, or other occasions for about 20 to $40. Um, but, you know, that won't be ongoing inclusion. I guess. I guess now that you say that... Two hundred to five hundred dollars sounds better than the fifteen hundred. Like oh yeah, okay, okay. Like one time, yeah, that is a good idea to bring in some money. Yeah. But uh, and and I, I know you're gonna hate me, but what determines the low end versus the high end? Well, I'm about to get there. Good, good. <laughs> For fifteen hundred dollars, um, you know, Anderson will include it on the calendar, but he'll also provide a framed proclamation. For $2,500, he'll include it, plus he'll help arrange interviews with the media. And for $4,000, plus his travel expenses, 
He'll show up to present no. the proclamation at events of your choosing. Does uh, any VHS get converted anymore? <laughs> sounds like he's so busy doing this shit. <laughs> uh, so far, Anderson says three groups have taken taken him up on the four thousand dollar package offer. Um. Well, this article is dated, but uh, at the the in fall of 2015, when this article was written, he was planning to travel to New York City for National Dumpling Day on September 26th. Uh, which was a holiday submitted by TMI Corporation, a distributor of Asian foods. So, Pete, I ask you, if you had a holiday to submit to the calendar, what would you like to submit? Um, I love... I love... Is there a sleep day? Let me see. Oh, Global Sleep Under the Stars Day, World Narcolepsy Day. That's like, day. Yeah, that's all I see. Sorry. Um. So you want World Sleep Day? Yeah, or maybe like a like a look to the skies day or something. No. I mean. <laughs> like uh, I was gonna call it that instead of like UFO day. Oh, I like that. I like that. Okay. But uh, yeah, like some sort of paranormal day. That'd be fun. Fun. Marissa, I'm actually going to send you something. I hope you don't mind. Why would I mind? Uh, oh. <laughs> what is this? What? <sighs> Ew! <laughs> April 14th is Cake and Cunnilingus Day? What does that mean? You like do them in tandem? Or is it... And steak and a blowjob day? Oh no, it was a response to steak and a blowjob day. Is that a? D- it said cake and a blowjob day was a response to the other day, which is steak and a blowjob day. Whoever is steak and a blowjob day a thing that anyone acknowledges? What the fuck is this, Pete? <laughs> Did Pete you tell me something? I know I'm not being clear what it is, but it's making me angry. It's a sex positive holiday calendar <laughs> since adult posts are probably not welcome. On the one you're talking about. Yeah, right. Did you listen to um, Blake's Takes for God's Sakes recently? Um, he talked okay. about... Well, there's two things I wanted to tell you about. Um, but I'll tell you the second one off the air. But one of the things was, what's the worst state you could see somebody in? And he, I believe he settled on horniness being one of the worst. <laughs> That's a good pick. Because uh, April 16th is National Horny Day. <laughs> Oh, you can ask anyone for nudes. Guys, I just want to let you know, I didn't mean it. But once in my life, I got really, really drunk. And I asked my current boyfriend for nudes. But I did say N, either N00 or N-O-O-D-Z. Good, yeah. You know, he didn't send them. When I uh, put noodles on my shopping list, I put nudes. <laughs> I like N-O- that. N-O-O-D-Z. <laughs> Uh, December 22nd, everybody, is Global Orgasm Day. Coinciding with the winter solstice, it's time to orgasm for peace. The mission of Global Orgasm is to affect change in the energy field of the Earth through input of the largest possible surge of human energy. 
Guys, I have no problem with orgasms or sexuality. Just for some reason, Global <laughs> Orgasm Day, in my mind, feels like a day where everyone would try to orgasm simultaneously, yeah, which yeah, I don't like. Yeah. And the Saturday after Thanksgiving is Spanksgiving. <laughs> oh, oh, I, I, I was like, that's not very sex positive, because I thought you meant the clothing that makes you skinny. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Because that seems fitting. I'm supposed to hit my kids? What the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Spanking is fun and sexy, and there are even some classes on how to do it right. As I was reading that, I went, holy fuck, am I on my work computer? I just realized I'm not. Thank God. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. uh, So what about you, Marissa? Um, Sex positive or not, what would a day that you would submit be? Well, I will say, this is already there, but I did just see there's nas- International ASMR Day, which is very fun. Um, I would do... International Y'all Heard Day. I mean, that would be nice, but everyone Where has you... to give us five stars. <laughs> Where you, uh... Yeah, by the way, give us five stars on Spotify. Um, yeah, where you tell people some stuff that, that you know that you don't think they know. That's cute. Now, are we saying this just exists and, like, no one does anything the way, like, no one no one celebrates National Sloth Day? Or is this one that's going to take off and everyone's going to do it? This is going to be the same as Zucchini on the Porch Day. Okay, so no one's going to do anything. <laughs> um, I would do National... You speak for yourself. <laughs> um, ooh. Let me see. Um... What did you say? National Look at the Stars Day? Yeah, like uh, like Look to the Skies Day or something. Oh, I know. I mean, I want this on the sexual calendar. Uh, what is it called? Spectrophilia? I want National Spectrophilia Day. Is that where oh. you have sex with ghosts? I like National Spectrophilia Awareness Day. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I don't. So you don't have to actually have sex with a ghost, but <laughs> yeah, you okay. learn about the awareness. Yeah. No, I would like it better. If everyone tries to have sex with ghosts. Consensual mm-hmm. sex. World's Ghost Orgasm Day. <laughs> <laughs> That's fun. Oh man, you just made me nostalgic for the time when I used to play Sims. And I would kill a bunch of people. And then have them start relationships with a vampire. So the vampire would like, kill people to become their lover. Mm-hmm. Which is fucked up, but I mean... I miss the Sims. Anyway, and what else, how could, what else could a vampire do? You know. Yeah, I know. Uh, yeah, uh, that's all I got for you, Pete. Don't have any more questions, please. Hmm. I don't. Okay, good. Plugs. You said you don't have plugs. You still don't, right? Oh, it's up to you. Uh, my plug is, if you listen to my Patreon, which I do think, if you ever do listen to Marissa's reviews, I know they're not the most solid. For some reason, I thought, you know, I'd be real good at it, because I have a lot of energy sometimes, or I'm a little unhinged, but I realize I'm good at playing off someone, so it's very hard to be comfortable talking by yourself. But anyway, so bear with me if you do listen to those. Anyway, if you I'm listen to- I'm just being quiet, so she can only speak to herself right now. Hey. <laughs> Did, uh, is the one of you up yet? Do you know? Yes, yes. Okay. If you have listened to that one, I will say, 
I ended up sticking with the show. I am on season three now. Um, I would say I recommend season one and two. Do not recommend season three. Three is three is like three is when it or no. So the first season was on Lifetime, and then it went to Netflix. So season two, and this is the the path of all Netflix shows. Mm-hmm. Season two is kind of like season one on Netflix. So it's not bad, mm-hmm. but then it gets progressively worse. Yeah, as seasons go on. Yeah. But season two is one of those things where you're watching it and you're like, "What? Well, what?" <laughs> yeah, season two got wacky. And yeah, it ended so wacky. I was like, "Okay, like that's enough." Uh, then they were like, "Let's take this wacky and take it to the next level." And I'm like, "What the fuck is this?" So I'm still watching it because I want to complete it now. But I will say, I am. Are you in down. season four? Wait, there's a season four. Oh. I could have sworn there was. It's not on Netflix. Okay, so then season three must be the... Okay, so I didn't watch season three then, and I got confused, but yeah. Um, I watched the beginning of season three, and I was like, this is boring me. <laughs> uh, I mean, it gets a little more action-packed, but uh, it makes me not want to be married or have a child. <laughs> we'll, we'll say for that. Those of, for those of you who are familiar with the show, I was watching it, and Marissa brought this up too, but... um. In the beginning, you're, like, moderately intrigued by this person, and you get this voiceover, so you're, like, inside the guy's head. And then in season two, you're like, I understand, this is the MO of the show. I'm inside the guy's head. But by season three, you're like, I'm sick and tired of this guy. I don't want to be in his head anymore. (laughs) And also, you just get to a point where you're like, could everybody just, like, oh boy, another dead body. (laughs) (laughs) Oh boy, another person he's obsessed with. It's just, like, and so in that way, again, it became a little bit like Dexter, where it's like, once he finishes with one killer, there's another killer right around the corner that he's going to, like, stalk and, and trap and everything like that. Yeah, at a point I was afraid he was just going to kill everyone. I was just like, you wrong him once, like, fuck. Um, I didn't know he killed people when I first started watching that show, so I was like, what the fuck is happening? Uh, also, I will stop talking about this in a minute, but um, I started the show... See, I don't really know what I thought the show was. And I assumed that the main guy was, a, like, supposed to be a sex symbol. And I was like, this guy is so fucking not. Um, and I, I I don't like to hate on people's looks, but I guess because I thought he was supposed to be a sex symbol, I was like, he's fucking old. But then I saw it, and I was like, oh, he's psychotic. But I, I would see him grow on me in real life. <laughs> I don't know what his... Um what his uh, Gilmore Girls role was. But apparently oh, that's, that's where he... Something that made me like be like, fuck you. But I don't know. <laughs> What's his name? I don't know. But yeah, anyway, there was a... I don't... There's no way for you to... There's no reason for you to remember this, but there was a scene where he he's wearing a chef's hat and he looks like such a moron. And I would be like, this is the moment I would like you. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, do you want to skip plugs? Related to TV, um, every time I watch the show Abbott Elementary, I do smile a little bit. Um, so that's fun. It's like a fun show, and it's not over the top. It does have a sort of like The Office kind of vibe. Um, okay. But Michael Scott is like a principal who's a black woman, and 
Like, oh, I thought you were about to tell me Michael Scott was in it. And I was no, like, no, no, no. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's just uh, it's got a lot of the same dynamics and uh, archetypes as The Office, and a lot. I feel like a lot of shows have tried to do that, but for yeah. some reason, this one really works. I don't think it's just because it's in Philadelphia. It might be because it has to do with education. Yeah. Um, but I think it's fun to watch, and uh, I suggest you watch that. The thing that I was going to plug before Marissa started talking about TV was that I read a comic called Reptile, but dropped the E. Okay, so Reptil? Yeah, and he is a Mexican-American superhero okay. who has a prehistoric amulet that lets him turn into a dinosaur. <laughs> That's fun. And sometimes he could just do like an arm or a like grow a tail. That's silly. And uh the thing that um I wanted to do a show on it, but then I thought it was like too I thought it would be I'm sorry, I can't think of a better word, cringy. Mm-hmm. Um but I, I like I've really been getting into a lot of um m- minority superheroes in Marvel. And I love it. Like every every time I, I pick up another one, I'm just like, man, this is great. Uh, so I think I think it's a really cool place to see some representation if you have like a kid in your life and you want to give them something fun. Like Reptile doesn't have any violence or anything. Like I mean, there's fighting with dinosaurs and stuff. But what I mean yeah. is like there's no like graphic violence or anything offensive. Um, and a lot of the resolution does have to do with him, you know, sort of having a community and being uh, a Mexican-American. So it's cool. That's cool. I like that. I am always looking for new uh, minority characters. Um, there is a, I think it was, I don't know, maybe that was DC. There was some Puerto Rican character called La Borinquena. I forget if it was DC or Marvel, but and we were really excited about it, but the writing wasn't that great. Oh, so. I got to warn you, too, if you don't speak Spanish like me, then you end up coming up with like certain parts that you don't know what the, you don't know what the words are, but you just move on. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> uh, I got a new one coming in the mail. Um, Agents of Atlas, and I believe that they're all Asian superheroes. Oh, so fun. I'll yeah, let you know how I that really goes. Speak to you. Let me know. Um, oh, I was just gonna say, just going back, Pen Badgerly from I you. I thought there was a P. Yeah. Yeah, he's a uh, he's from Gossip Girl, not Gilmore Girl. Oh, okay. Oh. Yeah. Tomato, tomato, huh? Who's yelling at their phone? Phone. Yeah, phone. Anyway, guys, uh, thank you for listening. Um, we hope you have a good, we hope your New Year's off to a good start. Um, you can give us a call at 570-POD-WAD-1 um, to pitch your National Day idea. Yeah. Uh, you could slide into my DMs at I, I did clear out the voicemail since it was inundated with birthday wishes for Marissa. Jerks. Yeah, I bet. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you can also email us at shout at y'all dot com or I'm sorry, dot me, y'all dot me. <laughs> and uh, what else, Marissa? Oh, yeah. Five stars on Spotify would be cool. Yeah. Uh, five star review on iTunes, you know. If you, if you have, have to actually listen to us on Spotify to give us a five star review, I tried to just rate us and was like, you gotta listen to a bunch. And then I just clicked on a bunch and it's like, you have to listen to a bunch. And I was like, what the fuck? Just let it play while you like go to the bathroom or something. Yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> we, uh, 
Yeah, it still won't show any um, ratings, so mine was not enough to display the five-star rating. I don't know how many will, but uh, you will help us figure that out, okay, guys? And by the way, with Spotify, you don't have to write a review. You can just put in five stars and then move on with your life. (laughs) Yes. Don't give us less than five stars. Just fucking walk away if you want to give us different, okay? Oh, another thing that seems weird about it is that I can only figure out how to do it in the app. Oh. Huh. Okay. So good luck with that, y'all. Yeah. Um, thanks for listening and Join our Patreon. What? <laughs> what Your, you yours is yours is better. Patreon. I said I said join our Patreon, you said be safe. Okay. And okay. be safe Bye. is more important. Bye. <laughs> yeah, hi.